Attention listeners, the MFAP podcast features adult language and numerous spoilers. Listener discretion advised. Brought to you by Lucky Strike Cigarettes. How does Olympic champion runner Roger Bannister calm down at the end of a long day? With a Lucky Strike cigarette, of course. Now with a new smooth, bold flavor. So breathe it in, Lucky Strike Cigarettes. On today's episode, we watch 2002's Triple X and 2012's Sushi Girl. So put on your most extreme muscle tea and tell us where the fucking diamonds are. And enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Welcome back <laughs> to another edition of the Movies from A to B podcast, better known as the MFAB podcast. As always, and we sound always the same, I am Aaron. And I'm Gavin. <laughs> and thanks for joining us once again. What's up, guys? Yeah. I, I really can't think of anything else ever to do. We'll figure it out one day. We, ju- we got to find something that just sticks. Yeah. Maybe that'll be it. You can, ju- you can just bust out laughing every time. I'm probably going to. I don't know <laughs> if I have a choice in it or not. All right. So, uh, yeah, we got a couple uh, movies today. Yeah, we did watch the movies Yeah, for this podcast mm-hmm. where we talk about <laughs> movies that we watched. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Wild. Speaking of wild and crazy oh and insane, brings us to our first movie, 2002's Triple X, or XXX. Yeah, I think, I think it's Triple X. Triple X, yeah. whatever. Uh, directed by Rob Cohen, starring Vin Diesel, Asia Argento, and Martin Kosasakis, and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised to see Samuel L. in this. Yeah. I, I did not know he was no in No idea he was in this. But, you know. He's the black guy in every movie ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> According to Ted. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, any preconceived notions about this one for you? Um, I was going in expecting a high-octane, fuel-pumped ride yeah, of, like, me awesomeness. Too. I've seen the trailer for this movie I don't know how many times because when I was younger, I got Mr. Deeds for Christmas. <laughs> okay. And I watched on VHS. This ah. really dates this. And yeah. I watched that all the fucking time, and this was one of the previews on that movie. Nice. So it's like, I picked out like every part of this movie. I was like, ah, that was in the trailer. That was in the trailer. <laughs> so it's like, I knew what the trailer, but never fully watched this movie. So, Yeah, this is definitely my first time watching it. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, you're ex- definitely expecting an oh, yeah. extreme, insane, high-octane type. Yeah, that was the whole like, sell to the entire movie. Was yeah, so uh, don't know if it lives seat. up to that. Though. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. So yeah, um... Movie kind of starts out with uh, fucking Ramstein. <laughs> fuck yeah, Ramstein comes. This guy uh, gets attacked. Kind of, you see him just one day steal like a chip off of him. Takes off a s- jacket or whatever, and he's on a suit. Walks yeah, into a Ramstein concert. Yeah, he's James Bond. Pretty course. much. Yep. Pretty much. Discount Bond. Yeah. Um, and it's like the theme for this entire movie. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, yeah, he goes into this Rammstein concert, so right off the bat, awesome music. Yeah. Um, but he's being followed by these goons, big Russian, Eastern European goons. Yeah, like Discount Dolph Lundgren. Yep. He's a big, blonde, like, Russian dude. <laughs> Discount Dolph. This is going to be like Discount Everything. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, he ends up, like, there's like these guys that are watching from a balcony above, and they see him, and... Pretty much, he gets shot. Yeah, the main guy talks to his, like, head assassin guy. Time to work. Yeah, 
he's got his big ass gun which is pretty cool yeah pops him as he's like climbing on stage and people think he's crowd surfing yeah. so they're just <laughs> crowd surfing a dead body around so um but the these goons end up getting this chip that he had yeah which is obviously what they were after um then we uh, cut to samuel jackson at this government facility he's got a fucked up face yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, like whole half of his like the whole like what left side of his face is all jacked. Yeah, up. it's like burned and his eyes like all glossed over and shit. So. It's like the aftermath if someone had thrown acid in his face. Yeah. But and it just like splashed over one side of it. It didn't look like a good makeup job though. Not really, no. no. It looked like yeah. very leathery. This is not not well done. But uh it almost as if someone had put a prosthetic on his face <laughs> <laughs> to make it look like he was injured. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I doubt they, like, really <laughs> burned him for this movie, and then, like, oh, don't worry, we'll cover the reconstructive surgery, so. Um, Method actors, man. Yeah, they never know, that. yeah. Um, yeah, he's uh, kind of talking about how they have all these agents that are trying to infiltrate this, like, terrorist cell, I guess. I, yeah, the Anarchy 99. Yeah, but uh, they've had a bunch of agents already get killed. No one can get close. No. Because they're not extreme enough. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's when he brings yeah. up the brilliant idea of, hey, let's send in these, you know, criminals. Yeah, let's get a criminal and send them in in place of a trained yeah. spy. And, like, right off the bat, I'm like, Suicide Squad, really? Yeah, pretty much. Kind of. But just solo Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> suicide solo, pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> Without putting the bomb in his head. Right. Yeah. Um, so then we cut over to... Vin Diesel's character, Xander Cage. Is it Cage? Yeah, Xander Cage. Now, why do I keep thinking Cruz? Xander Cruz. Xander Cruz. <laughs> um, uh, never mind. It's Frisky Dingo. <laughs> what? It's a, it's a show. Okay. The fucking super spy dude is like Xander Cruz. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Has Killface in it? It's animated? Nope. I have both seasons of it. You can borrow them. <laughs> Okie dokie. Sounds good. It's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, he steals his Corvette. Yeah, yeah, he acts like a valet. Yeah. And gets this real nice car, and the guy's real dick about it when he's handing it over. Yeah, well, the guy's name is Dick. Yeah. He's, what is he, like, the head of, or something? Because uh, he's some kind of politician, right? Something like that, yeah. He goes on this big chase, and he records it with these, uh, like, souped-up GoPros. Yeah. I was like, I thought they were old-school GoPros at first, but I was, no, there's a reason that they look so big and bulky, and you'll find out. Um, but he ends up, like... Well, they literally say crash cam on him. Yeah. Um, but he ends up jumping this off a bridge. And yeah, they had a nice ramp set up, and... Yeah, and... Straight up pulls a Fast Furious. <laughs> was that <laughs> yeah. Fast 6, was it? Yep. Yeah. SX, yeah. Uh, he jumps off and just parachutes away. Um, and his buddies are waiting for him at the bottom. Yeah. And I don't know if you caught it. Who at least, I hope you realized who one of them was. I cannot remember. Really? Yeah. One of them was Tony Hawk. Really? Yeah. yeah. And the other two were Rick Thorne and Mike Vallely. I know you probably don't know who they are. They're X Games athletes. Oh, Rick okay. Thorne is a BMX bike, I think, guy. And Mike Vallely is a skateboarder. Yeah. So... Well, we can't forget to say before he went off the ramp, he looked into the camera and said, Welcome to the Xander Zone. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling like he spells Xander Zone and spells Zone with an X, too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, he uh, 
this, this super long falling of the car scene and then nice explosion with yeah, the heads. Yeah, so. it definitely blew up nice. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. But uh, they kind of go pick up their crash cams and have all this footage and then race out of there and leave yeah. the cops in the dust. We come home, Xander comes home to this big party and is like warehouse loft apartment yeah essentially he's a celebrity among d-bags yeah <laughs> well, they're all the extreme sports athletes <laughs> yeah. so um and there's one other famous extreme sport athlete there matt hoffman was waiting for him like one okay. of the more, more famous uh, bmxers out there too but yeah, yeah. he's got a game doesn't he he's yeah i have a game mm-hmm. that has his name on it yeah matt hoffman's bmx yeah that'd probably be the one yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um you kind of find out he, like, does all these crazy stunts and makes, like, DVDs and... Yeah. But like, he's, like, politically active, too. Yeah. He's kind of like a terrorist. Sort of. He does crimes, basically, <laughs> yeah. and films them. <laughs> How he's not been caught yet, I don't yeah. know. Um, I'm all over the internet for, you know, yeah. stealing shit and fucking blowing up shit. But uh, right at the last second, he says something, and then, uh, boom, the windows blow out, and here comes, like, 80 million SWAT members, yeah. and... Uh, they kind of tranquilize him. Yeah, they shoot him with uh, the green bullet or whatever. Yeah. The tranquilizer dart bullet. He's like, oh, it's just a Corvette, and passes yeah. out. And he wakes up in a diner. Which, okay, this bothered me because they did this like four times where they have the camera like directly on the back of his neck showing off his triple X tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wakes up. Yeah. They've done, they did that a bunch of times in this movie. He's got like the most recognizable back of his head, though. Yeah. <laughs> just a bald ass lumpy head and fucking <laughs> triple x tattoo he does that like quick turnaround where it's like <laughs> he's got this stupid look on his face <laughs> um but yeah he wakes up in a diner it's like a fake robbery goes on pretty much yeah um and he foils it because he's a super spy already already yeah. totally um and this is where samuel jackson's character gibbons shows up i did not even know his character name it's Gibbons. I, he I, only I never heard it said once. Really? Yeah. Finn Diesel said it a lot. Yeah, I did not yeah. pay attention to this movie, yeah. I think. Because <laughs> my notes are, like, fucking paper thin. Dirt thin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, his name's Gibbons, and he kind of was like, nice job, Mr. Cage, or whatever, Mr. Xander. And he's like, I knew this was fake. And he explains him, how he knew it was fake. Right. And the one reason he knew it was fake is because the fat-ass waitress wore heels. And yeah. he's like, they, no, would never, they would never wear those. But uh, he gets tranked again, because, like, everybody in the diner was, like, in on... Yeah, they're all part of this, like... Right. It's a test. It's a test, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, gets tranked again. This time he wakes up on a plane with a few other guys, and pretty much just gets dumped in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like, the plane, like, kind of lands, and they get yanked off by parachutes, and... Somehow, immediately know they're in Colombia. Yeah, it didn't really land. The no. plane just kind of like coasts down close to the ground, and they get ripped, you know, out. Yep. And then the one dude knows it's Colombia because he sees all the fucking coca plants. Yeah, right. Like, you know how much this shit goes for. Immediately starts filling his pockets. Yep. So these three dudes are obviously like three of the criminals that Samuel Jackson was. Right. Is. Um, he ends up getting kidnapped though by some like uh, army dudes, and he th- he thinks it's a test. Yeah. Too. But, uh, yeah, they get kidnapped, and the other two guys get caught, and they get taken back to, like, a barn and get tied up or whatever. And as they're there in this barn, who fucking shows up? Danny Trejo. Danny? 
Dranny, Dranny Drejo, <laughs> machete himself, Danny Trejo. Yeah. Um, and he has a machete too. Yeah, that was. I laughed. Problem. I laughed. <laughs> he's really he's got a fucking machete. Um, Xander kind of talks crap to him, and they bust out a quick fight scene, and he escapes. But the place is like immensely under attack. Yeah. Well, Triple um, X or <laughs> Xander. Xander fucking realizes it isn't a test when he smells the blood on the machete yeah he's like oh this smells like real blood (laughs) (laughs) i guess i should probably do something yeah (laughs) i've got a family (laughs) Family (laughs) um but yeah this this scene was like so confusing to me because it just literally looked like he was doing laps like he made no effort to like leave this area yeah well the one dude who was filling his pockets with cocoa fucking stole a big ass fucking bag of coke and yeah. ran off and the other guy gets shot right mm-hmm. so xander's trying to save him so what he has to do to save him is find a bike yep and do a bunch of badass jumps and shit <laughs> yeah jump over barns and explosions yeah jump through a barbed wire fence at Some, one point yeah sideways <laughs> yeah yeah because that's how that works but yeah, literally a lot of explosions and there stuff. There were some nice fucking explosions, though. Yeah. That barn blowing up was fucking awesome. When he jumps the ramp and the barn explodes underneath him, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, it's been, and the, where he, uh, like, jumps and kicks the guard on the guard tower. I totally missed that. You I missed think. that? He, like, made that. a jump, and there's a guard on a guard tower, and as he's, like, jumping, he, like, eh, <laughs> he kicks Because this one guard needs to yep. get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, there's another test. Yeah. Gibbons is behind it again. He <clears throat> used Xander as a decoy. Yeah. So this was a real situation, but right. it was still a test. So it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. And this is where Gibbons is like, hey, I want you to work for me in exchange for wiping all this crap you have on your record off. Yeah. Um, He accepts, I guess. Kind of forced to. He wasn't really forced to. He's seen, he accepted way too easily for yeah. someone who didn't want to do it. Right. And that's exactly where I wrote down in my notes, wow, this is bad. Yep. <laughs> it's not good any so far. It's not going to get much better, if any. Um, so, yeah, he accepts. He's now working for the NSA. Not like the FBI or the CIA, the NSA. Yeah. It's the National Security Agency, right? Whatever. Yeah, Administration, sure. something, something like that. Like that. So, um. Yeah, so it's off to Prague, Czech Republic. You gotta go meet the Russians. Yep. He meets with his contact there, Milan, this uh, Czech cop. Um, yeah, I just wrote down Russian D-bags. Russian Because <laughs> they're all pissed that uh, he's in there. They're not in Russia, though. That's why I didn't write down Russia for anything. Yeah, I wrote down Russia for everything. <laughs> I did not pay attention to where <laughs> they were. Czech Republic, Prague. Yeah, that's they're all not, I they're just Eastern Europeans. They're not Russian. <laughs> Same thing. I guess if you just look dumb and stupid and talk like this, you're Russian. Yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> I guess. Um, so, yeah, they go to this, like, bar, and Xander kind of, like, instantly goes and chats with the leader of the Anarchy 99 group, Yeah, uh, Yorgi. He goes up there and just kind of plays dumb and stumbles into their whole, like, blocked off with dudes with gun area. Yeah. He's like all cool about it, and he literally rats out his buddy, the <laughs> yeah, cop. He's like, he's a cop. Yeah, that guy right there, he's a fucking cop. Yeah, he's probably good. He's probably good. <laughs> so, um, and some of the goons know who he is. Yeah, especially Discount Dolph. Yeah, he's like, welcome to the Xander Zone. Yeah, yeah I thought it was you. And 
Xander's like, yeah, whatever, you're cool. And he's like, I want some cars. Yeah, he's brokering a deal for like these ten cars. Mm-hmm. Which one of them's for himself? Yeah, it's yeah. a badass one when they get to it too. Yeah. Um, but in doing so, X kind of Xander kind of gets their bank accounts and some other information on them, um, and just kind of sends it over to Gibbons. He's like, yo, literally, ten minutes, got you this. Yeah. Like, all this information that your agents could not get over, like, a year and a half. Well, it was, like, overnight. Pretty much, yeah. So he partied with them all night, and he, said, he even said, like, one of them was, like, really talkative. Oh. And that was the one who was super, like, who knew him for being mm-hmm. famous. Yeah. Just off. I never would have thought he'd be working for the government, so. Yeah. Yeah. But Gibbons is like, all right, good job, but I need you to get more. So keep doing this. And this is where... Xander gets a care package in the gift of Agent Shavers. This really, like, nerdy guy who just never oh, shuts up. Yeah, Q, right? Q, I guess. Yeah, he's like uh, the gun guy. Yeah, pretty much. He's um, Q from Bond, you know? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Duh. Um, this dude's got a badass arsenal of weapons. They're all, you know, super spy yeah. weapons. And his baby, the X-ray binoculars... Which, yeah. this is what I don't get about x-ray binoculars. They can see through clothes, but can't see through the underwear that's made out of the same material as the clothes. Yeah, it's a fine, you know, tweaking that you gotta do. Because it, <laughs> it went straight to, like, bones. Yeah. When, when you first looked in, there, bones, it was adjusting And it. then, like, adjusted it out, and it's like, oh, I see your panties now, but no clothes. And yeah. It's literally fabric. <laughs> you should be able to see through them, too. This, <laughs> so. this isn't how this works. No. <laughs> They, I guess, they had to keep it PG thirteen. I guess, but uh, yeah, um, I just thought that was kind of funny. But it's like anywhere else you see X ray binoculars, they always like see through the clothes, and you can just see their underwear yeah. still. So, well, the like, underwear is made out of lead. So, oh, okay, gotcha. How, see, I never knew that. That's how it works in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> We're not in Russia. <laughs> um, so yeah, Xander goes to this car deal then with Yorgi. Uh, it's literally just a bunch of sick ass Ferraris. Yeah, really expensive. And then the one car for Xander, which is this badass GTO. Yeah. Um, the deal's all good, but that fucking cop Milan is sneaking around outside. Yeah, he just kind of turns it up. Yep. Like a big jackass. Yep. Leans on a window and just sends. <laughs> Shatters it all over the car. <laughs> yeah. And that's instantly when like guns are drawn and they're like, "All right, standoff." Yep. You know. And. uh... <laughs> kind of fail or instantly believe Xander. He's like, he's yeah. not working for me. He must be working for you. And he's like, he's not working for me. <laughs> he must be working for Yeah, well, he's working for somebody. Let's get him. All right, I trust you. <laughs> okay. I guess since he said he's not working with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same guy you pointed out in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> Stupid. So they kind of leave and go chase after this guy. He gets away. But this is when well, Yorkie... doesn't get away. He gets shot by Xander. He shoots him with uh, the blood bullet or whatever that looks like. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Um, but uh, Yorgi ends up welcoming Xander into Anarchy 99. This yeah, that's where they go to the Electro Club. Yep, techno <clears throat> party. With lots of hot sluts. Yeah, yes. Um, a lot of them looked a little bit too heroin chic, but... Yeah, but this is where I wrote down, because this, this has been his wardrobe for the whole movie has Vin Diesel ever done a movie 
where he doesn't wear a tank top and or cut off muscle t-shirt. No, no, this that's his signature, <laughs> man. I just want to see a movie where he like has to play a cowboy or something, you know. Just nothing but like button-up shirts and yeah. jeans or something. <laughs> I'm sure they're like halfway through the movie's like fuck this. Holy shit! R- rip sleeves off. <laughs> I know where there's a movie. Where? He has hair in this movie. I can't remember what it is. Oh, there's one called Boiler Room. I I have it. But he wears a suit. Yeah. That's maybe. I have it. It might be the one. He's got like a little bit of black hair. Yeah, it's creepy looking. It doesn't look like him. No. It might be the one you're thinking of. Okay, so maybe, just maybe, (laughs) just maybe. Because I was pretty sure even in the pacifier, at some point, he was wearing (laughs) a tank top. Oh God. (laughs) So, but yeah, Xander's walking around this club, and he gets kind of teased by a. Yorgi's chick, Yelena. Yelena or whatever. But yeah, she reminded me a lot of uh, Marlo from Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah, like, she did. But hotter. Yeah. <laughs> and she her, was definitely good looking. Her hair was combed better. <laughs> so uh, she kind of like pulls him in and they make out and she's like, was that good? And it'll never happen again. And you're like, what a bitch. Yeah, she's kind of a dick tease. Yeah. So uh, they everybody leaves and they go to this big ass fucking mansion um, pretty sure this is like Anarchy 99's headquarters. Um, X goes to his room and fucks a slut. Yep, he's got his own personal sex doll, pretty much. And yeah, she's pretty hot too. So yeah, like there was a lot of good looking yeah chicks in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is I remember this scene from the trailer, and I just laugh every time I hear this line because the chick's like in the bed and she like gives him the finger like come here and he's like the things I'm gonna do for my country. Yeah. <laughs> A hooker, apparently, yep, is one apparently. of them. <laughs> I just see him, God bless America. As <laughs> I pound into this fucking Eastern European slut. <laughs> um, so, yeah, morning comes. Uh, he's kind of... Sneaking around. And he sees Yelena explo- expose this hidden safe in a floor. Yeah. Um, and he kind of confronts her about it. and So he kind of exposes her. Yeah, sort of. This is when Yorgi gets a call about some info, and you're kind of left in the dark there for a little bit about what info he got. Yeah. So, uh, Xander and Yelena go out to lunch at this fancy place. Super fancy, actually. <laughs> He's still in a fucking cut-off t-shirt. <laughs> Like, this is the kind of place where, like, make you wear a tie. Yeah. And he's just sitting there and, like, wife beater. You gotta you gotta think about this, because this is from the director who did Fast and Furious. Yeah. Who also did this. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just likes seeing uh, Maybe. Vin Diesel's arms. <laughs> he's got a fetish. <laughs> <laughs> just for one actor's arms, specifically. <laughs> he came in to check wardrobe, and she, they got, like, this super cool outfit for him. He's like, no, nope. <laughs> Jeans and cut-off tees all the I way. I like it, but cut the fucking sleeves off. <laughs> Gotta see those sweet There's gotta be a cross necklace, too. (laughs) (laughs) Did you notice that, too? There's always a cross necklace. (laughs) So, um, but yeah. Uh, Elena gets a call while they're having lunch, and basically, Yorgi telling him, yo. Or no, not Yorgi. It was his assassin, dude. Yeah. Kirill or whatever. Kirill or whatever the fuck his name is. He's like, yo, Xander is an agent. Um, He's a U.S. agent, so they know all about him. Yeah. Um, He's like, you're in danger. Just leave outside. I'm by the statue. I'll take him out when you come outside. Yeah. So, um, she hangs up and she kind of tells him, you know, I'm everything. In, yep. <laughs> um, she wants a pardon for everything that she's done. 
um, and I'll help you escape or whatever. Um, and he kind of walks out with her and then causes a ruckus and bolts out of there with this uh, silver tray, yeah. kind of blinds Serving him. Tray. And then does a, a badass oh, serving a tray board sick slide. fucking grind. <laughs> yeah, on the serving tray. Um, but he ends up getting caught at the end. But not by Yorgi. By fucking Gibbons. Yeah. Again. Um, and Gibbons is like, you've been compromised. I'm going to send you home. You you know, but your work's done. He's like, But he doesn't want to go home. So he sneaks back into the headquarters. Um, yeah, okay. So he said no to the spy stuff, said yep. no to going home, but the next scene he's literally climbing the side of a fucking cliff. Yep. <laughs> like decked out in spy gear and shit. Yeah. Yeah, so how the fuck did he get there? He just probably walked. It's like... And then climbed. But there was like, it was like a seaside cliff, wasn't it? No, it was in town, because you, you, you see like a distant shot of it later, and it's like literally just on the outskirts of the town that they're in. Kind of makes me wonder if, like, he lied to him. He's like, yeah, my house is over here in Prague next to the mansion. Just drop me off there. <laughs> he starts climbing. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but, yeah, he sneaks into there, and he's uh, he's got, like, these, like, little nicotine patch bombs. Yeah, he sticks bandages. On, yeah, he sticks on all the bikes and a couple of cars. Um, and he follows Yorgi and Yelena into this tunnel, which is basically leads down to this lab. Yeah. Where Yorgi's got a bunch of, like, scientists and shit working on stuff. Their secret sub-project. Yep. Badass little submarine. Not, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not a submarine, but that's what I thought it was originally. Oh, okay. Oh, like hydroplanes, you know. Yeah. And uh, some rockets. And they kind of celebrate, like, oh, yeah, we finally made these rockets. They're gonna, you know, kill a bunch of people. Yeah, celebrate. So Yorgi and his buddies go into this uh, airproof chamber and... Yeah. Oh, we're going to detonate one of these bombs because fuck these scientists. <laughs> we're assholes, yep. They know too much. They must be taken out. So, um, yeah, so, so they launch one of the fucking rockets straight into the ceiling. Yeah, and it goes off and kills everybody pretty much. Yeah. And they clear the air and they come out. Um, and this is when Yorgi gets alerted that Xander's there. Um, Yorgi knows he's there. He's kind of fighting with some Russian... Not Russian, because they're not in Russia. <laughs> you said it, not me. I know. <laughs> Fighting with some of his henchmen. Um, rushes out of there, grabs a bike, and books it out of there. Wait, that was when he did the sick ceiling hang, right? Ceiling hang. <coughs> when the dudes come out and he's like... Oh, yeah. Holding himself yep. up on the ceiling and, and he drops he like down on him. Drops on him, yeah. Takes him out, runs outside, grabs one of the bikes that he didn't put an explosive on, and jumps over the gate... Does a sick Superman seat grab and fucking shoots one of the guards. For no fucking reason. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I remember hearing him talk to Matt Hoffman earlier in the movie. He's like, oh, yeah, I've been working on this Superman <coughs> seat grab. And you're like, oh, he's doing it now. It's funny. But uh, as this soon as he... This is the perfect time to practice my craft. Yeah. But he parks right outside the wall. So when one of the goons comes jumping over and he sees him, he just kind of hits the detonator button. And he's like, watches the goo, and he's like, click, and then just big ass explosion of all these like little bombs that he set up. So uh, he gets away. Uh, he goes home to find that uh, stupid cop Milan is sitting there ready to kill him. And this is when some gunshots come through the door, kill Milan, and this is when we find out it's Elena. Uh, and these two guys that he met earlier in the movie, they're both 
the two Ivans. Yeah. Um, and he's like, what What are you doing with the two Ivans? And this is when she basically says, yo, I'm an agent too. And, Which we kind of knew already. Yeah, she didn't really say it though, but you kind of suspected <coughs> she's obviously an agent. Um, and they, I'm assuming they probably fuck after at one point because they kiss yeah. and shit. So um, they go back to the cops, the cop shop, and he kind of sets up a plan of what they're going to do. Um, and they need to take out this uh, communications tower that Yorgi has in the mountains. Like, uh, I'm assuming yeah, it's... Yeah, I can't remember why any of this happened. I just remembered what happens next. Well, they have, like, surveillance on the whole, like, compound. So they need to knock out the communication so they can kind of sneak in. Yeah. So, which means... It's not really sneaking after what happens. Right. Yeah. So, uh... Oh, we need to take this out. So this means I get to shoot off my snowboarding skills. <laughs> Literally parachutes out of a plane and into a snowboard run. Yeah, he sky surfs into danger. Yeah. Pretty, I mean, pretty decent shots, you know. Yeah. If you're into that extreme sports type stuff. But uh, he ends up starting an avalanche, a CGI avalanche. Yeah, because yeah, he sees uh, people coming at him and he's like, okay, I'll just start an avalanche. Yep. Because I can outrun that on oh, a snowboard. Of course. A snowboard. Got this. Um, he, The avalanche basically wipes out the communication towers. Um, he gets caught, though. Yeah. Um, this is when the cops put the raid on the mansion. Yeah, this is when shit goes down, yep. essentially. Which, I was kind of caught off guard, because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I thought there'd be like a bigger setup for this. Yeah, it just kind of jumps right into it. Yeah. Um, Yorgi is ready to launch this sub. Um, he loads all these bombs into it. Basically, it's going to, like, what, go into the water and go into the air and kill, like, a millions of people. Yeah, it's going to travel down this river and then launch the missiles, like, downtown, essentially. Yeah. And fuck Prague, basically. Yeah. So, um, Yorgi escapes, but Xander kind of just barely shoots him as he's racing off on this boat and crashes into the side of the mountain gigantic explosion for a little boat yeah um yorgi's dead but uh one of the ivans dies the two ivans yeah and the other ivan was like ivan no (laughs) a little sad moment there but uh they gotta chase down this hydroplane sub or whatever that's carrying these rockets it's got like what 20 miles till it reaches Prague. yeah so um xander had shavers Take his GTO and literally put everything yeah, in take his... Take all your super weapons and put them in my car, yep. essentially. Yeah, kind of like Which James Bond. Which that was Bond. in the trailer, I remember that. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, there's like every like little tiny thing in this car like moves and it's got something to it, but he has no idea how to use them. Oh, he skipped over where he killed the assassin dude. When? Because earlier in the movie he tells him, yeah, smoking's gonna kill you. And then... The assassin dude sniping out dudes, and they're like, "Oh, what are we gonna do?" Oh, like, yeah. oh you got a heat seeker? We'll just use this. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He's like, "Why you want to use that?" He smokes. He smokes. <laughs> then he shoots him with a heat seeking missile. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> like I told him, cigarettes would kill him. Lolsh. <laughs> I remember that. that Cheesy was ass one liner. So bad, but so great. I, I love. I just loved it. It's like, oh, you have a heat seeker. <laughs> just turns out you got like a bazooka with a heat seeking missile on it. Yeah. Just chilling. We always carry this into raids. Oh, of course. You never know when you're going to need a heat-seeking bazooka. Duh. 
Dude, playing like Grand Theft Auto, that was like the like go-to weapon. Because the regular rocket launchers just got shot in a straight line, whereas the heat-seeking ones, you know. Well, it made it easy. Oh, of course. Yeah. Duh. Without cheating, of course. Because, you know, that's like a common weapon. Yeah. You go to the gun store right now, you're going to see, you know, the 9mm, you know, shotgun, yeah. and the heat-seeking rocket launcher. Of course. Duh. And the minigun would be right next to it. Yeah. You know, some Molotov cocktails. And the body armor. Yep, of course. Duh. Everybody knows this. <laughs> this is how life works. <laughs> um, so. So he gets a supercar. Yep. And he starts racing, like, side by side to this, uh, this boat submarine thing. Yeah, I'll call it a hydroplane. Hydroplane? Okay. Because yeah. conveniently, there's a road that follows right along the river. Yeah. But, uh, at one point it kind of cuts off and goes into this little village, and, uh, since we're in Eastern Europe, we can't have a fruit cart. <laughs> you mean Russia? <laughs> no, we're in Eastern Europe. It's the same fucking thing, dude. <laughs> that whole area is like the Chicago of the world. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so, but, since it's so poor and desolate over there, they can't afford a actual, like, produce cart. So they have a potato cart. Of course. That they crash this into. Eastern Europe, man. <laughs> the rules are a little bit different yeah. in that area. So they crash into the potato cart, and uh, he gets close enough to where he can harpoon onto it. And uh, zip line to it. Zip lines and parachutes on it. And I remember this from the trailer. He's like, I wish I had a video camera. This is going to be one hell of a stunt. And yeah. He, like, just nearly. Just mi- barely fucking gets crushed. Yeah. Against, like, a bridge. Yeah, which is pretty... I mean, this is kind of an intense scene, but yeah. I've seen better. Um, I just love the zip line onto it. That was pretty neat. Because, I mean, didn't he, like, cut off from the parachute? Yeah, like, just in time. So how would he zip line down if there's nothing resisting him anymore? He had that split second. <laughs> but, I mean, so as soon as he lets go of the parachute, that rope is going to become limp. Yeah. So how does he zip line down it? <laughs> Yeah, physics. Science. It doesn't <laughs> exist in movies. <laughs> we'll just assume. Yeah. Um, he uh, kind of like takes one of the rockets out and like turns it around so it's pointing into the sh- yeah. hydroplane. Which, how he knew that rocket was going to be the first one launched. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but he's like, oh, I don't know what all these buttons mean, so I'll just Vin Diesel strongman it and rip <laughs> the fucking hard drive out. <laughs> Vin smash. Yeah. <laughs> Rips it out last second. The rocket goes in and pretty much explodes. The submarine, like, implodes it itself. It's not a submarine, Aaron. <laughs> Hydroplane, whatever. If this isn't Russia, that's not a submarine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, uh, everybody's kind of watching over the bridge and he's nowhere to be seen. And Yelena's like, oh. I guess there's no point in me going to America now. And then she, like, runs over to Which, the other side of the bridge. I don't know why him being alive was... That was never, like, an issue before. Right. right. <laughs> it's like suddenly, oh, yeah. Oh, there's a love story in this now? Yeah. What? Kind of no. out of nowhere. Yeah. But she runs over to the other side of the bridge, and he's just chilling there. He survived. Of course he did. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he uh, they go to Bora Bora, like the beautiful paradise of bora yeah. bora and uh it's kind of happy ever after i guess yeah and then in the background gibbons Samuel, is there yeah, yeah. talking okay. on the screen yep hey i know you're there we need you for some shit got some bond stuff to do 
<laughs> so yeah, and that's where your credits come in. Yeah. So, yeah, that's triple X. Before he blew up the boat, he said, welcome to the Xander Zone again. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. <laughs> to who, I have no fucking clue. Nope. God, I just got to say this. <laughs> just in case there's a camera watching me somewhere, I'm just going to look around a million times. Welcome to the Xander Zone. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hopefully someone's getting this on a GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, take her away on this one. <clears throat> All right. Um, yeah, like I said, I went into this expecting like a high-octane, you know, adrenaline ride well yeah it's vin diesel come on and you know from the director of fast and furious i'm thinking oh it's gonna be awesome it was straight up discount bond that's that's literally all i thought of that's what i wrote down is like straight up discount bond the story is kind of eh and i really didn't engage with it at all i couldn't i couldn't get into it i don't know why and it had a decent amount of action with you know some good stunts and shit it just wasn't there for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was teetering on, you know, between a four and a five, but I think I'm going to stick with my original four. You stick with a four? Okay. Yeah. I Ouch. wouldn't go back to this. Ouch. Okay. Like, and you know, they got a new one coming out now, and yeah, I don't think I want to watch it. Well, he didn't even do the this the original sequel. Yeah, the second one is because like, back then he didn't do sequels. Remember? Oh, was that his thing? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's why he wasn't in. The second Fast and Furious. So I don't do sequels. Oh, Jesus. But, yeah. so. Because, um, yeah, Ice Cube was in the second one. Because <laughs> he'll take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he um, needs money, man. But, yeah, I'm I'm going to not be too far off of you. Um, it's, yeah, this screams, like, just rip off James Bond movie. Like, you can pick out every character in here and be like, I know who they would play in a Bond yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. I <laughs> so, mean, that's... Um, I feel like the fact that it's PG-13 kind of hurt it a little bit. Yeah, if there would have been nudity, I probably would have kicked nudity, it Nudity, and he's the whole extreme sports thing, you could have went more extreme with that and, you know, had, you know, death sequences been more brutal. Yeah, like chopping off heads with, like, snowboard or something. Yeah, something like that. I felt <coughs> if if this was an R-rated movie, it might be a little better because they might have had a little more freedom to do stuff. Yeah. Um, but some of the action sequences were pretty cool. Um, there's really not much of a good acting job soundtrack was all right yeah soundtrack was decent loved rammstein in the beginning yeah. um yeah there's not a whole lot about this that's intriguing um yeah. it's kind of middle of the road for me if i'm just bored and want some background noise maybe i'll throw this on but uh, i'm gonna stick yeah. at a five just wow. give it a five so uh nothing too spectacular you, you expected yeah. more out of this yeah, you kind of get what you pay for with this yeah it's it's Vin Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, IMDb gives it a 5.8 out of 10. And Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 48% tomato meter, 59% audience score. So we're all kind of in the same ballpark there. Yeah. It's not the best, but there's far worse movies. So. Oh, yeah. Um, but we do have some fun facts for you. Um, let's see here. This is one that's uh, second movie in a row we've done oh yeah where somebody has died Burn stunt player house. stunt player harry o'connor was killed when he hit a pillar of the palaki bridge in prague parasailing during one of the action scenes however the accident occurred on the second take of the stunt which on the first time he nailed it <laughs> and that one's actually in the movie dude you did such a good job on that we should redo that <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, I can do this again. <laughs> Let's do it. 
Poor and guy. died. So, um, rest in peace, Harry O'Connor. Uh, yeah, sad, but um, yeah. So there's that. Um, this, I guess, was Ben Diesel's first film where he was the lead role. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's quote unquote breakout film. Yeah, the uh, the Corvette jump was filmed simultaneously with 18 cameras. So they only obviously did this once. Oh, now so I kind of want to go back and watch that and see if I can catch a camera in the <laughs> yeah, background. In the background. <laughs> it was filmed at the Forest Hill Bridge in Auburn, California, at 730 feet. It's the tallest bridge in California and the third tallest in the United States. So um, it was a pretty big fall. Yeah. It obviously only had budget enough to wreck one Corvette. So. Yeah. Guys, we got to nail this on the first take. <laughs> Can't afford another Corvette. You just imagine if he would have crashed Vin against the like, wall or something. Vin Diesel's over there eating caviar. He's like, yeah, come on, let's do this guy. <laughs> oh, did you know that all the tattoos Vin Diesel wore in this movie were fake? Oh, gee, really? Yeah. I did not know he didn't have a triple X tattoo. I know, I thought he had that since he was like 12, you <laughs> yeah. know? Like, he was made for this role. So, but yeah. That's, Why was it triple X, anyways? I don't know. I mean, okay, his first name starts with an X. Yeah. You know, if uh, he's doing the whole Xander zone with the next thing, that's two X's. Well, where does that third X come from? I don't know. They made a reference to, like, where he's like, it's funny that you got three X's not tooed on the back of your neck because you're facing three strikes. And you're like, oh, yeah. you never explained it. So that's I feel like they just could have just called this Xander zone and it would have been okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have. So, I don't know. Maybe triple X just sounded funny. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's uh, pretty much going to do it for Triple X. Yeah. I ain't got anything else to add to this. So yeah, me either. Check so. it out if you want to. You're not missing much. We're running kind of late here. Let's take a break yeah. and so, yeah. get back with the Alrighty, second yeah. half. We will take a quick break and we'll be back with the second half. And welcome back to the B-side, bitches. <laughs> We're back, and today's B-side movie is uh, 2012's Sushi Girl. Yeah. Do you got it up over there? You want me to read it? No, you got right. it. <laughs> uh, Sushi Girl, directed by Kern Sexton, starring Tony Todd, Noah Hathaway, James Duvall, Fuck yeah. Courtney Palm, and Mark Hamill. And Sonny Chiba yeah. and plenty of others. Yeah. Just tons of fucking all star cast. Yeah. yeah, really, really good actually. So uh, like I did not see this happening when I started watching this movie. Because mm-hmm. I got this like, you know, a couple months ago. Okay. And I never sat down and watched it. And I started watching it and I'm watching the credits roll by. I'm like, Oh, oh shit. Huh. I, I, oh my I, god. I've, I've What? I hung out with that guy. Huh? <laughs> So, um, I will say off the bat, I was a little worried about this. Yeah? Why? Because it was a magnet film. And all magnet films are awesome. <laughs> I haven't enjoyed them like I thought I would in the past. When so, we did The Signal and Murder Party. Looking at the cover, <laughs> is it misleading? Uh, yes, it is. Maybe a little bit, yeah. I'm sorry, that looks like fucking action-packed. Yeah, it does, kind of. <laughs> It looks pretty badass. But yeah, which I, I will say this was probably the best magnet film I've seen so far. Yeah, so. well, you didn't really watch Murder Party or The Signal then. Just saying. Ouch, that hurts. Yeah, you didn't 
That hurts. Feel them. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, so, yeah, a fucking massive cast. Yeah. Um, <coughs> we uh, kind of start off with uh, this recording. Hmm? That was the first thing we saw was recording. Oh, the the tape? Yeah. yeah. And then, so uh, something's being recorded. That's all we know. Yep. And then we see Sushi Girl getting prepared. Yep. She's in a kimono. Uh, black dude comes up and is like, hurry up. She kind of walks out. And then we see Sonny Chiba as our sushi guy. Yeah, the chef. Yeah. Somebody dropped him a bunch of money. Yeah. We don't see who. And uh, she goes into the dining area. He he kind of explains to her, you know, just stand still and fucking, you know, do your job. Yeah. I'm trying to remember when all this was, so my bad for, like, going a little fast. Because uh, it's yeah. an exciting part coming up, because she gets naked. Like, instantly. <laughs> yeah. Like, minute 30, min- two minutes in, titties. Like, tits. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and, and we'll just say this right off the bat. This chick, Courtney Palm, is fucking super yeah, hot. Yeah, and she's good looking. Very good looking. She's got a banging body, too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, for anybody who doesn't know that this is a, like a real thing in restaurants, you can go to sushi yeah. restaurants and they literally serve sushi off a naked girl, yeah. which is what she is. So, <laughs> which is what she is. So hence <laughs> a naked girl, sushi girl. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, there's this kind of montage where through the opening credits where they're, uh, cutting the sushi, putting it on her yeah. and the like same, tits. yep. Tits. Oh Yes. And uh, nice tits. Nice tits. Um, She's perky. <laughs> we'll have plenty of chances to talk about her boobs, okay? Calm down. <laughs> and this is all happening under the song Diamonds Are Forever. Yes. Love the song. Yeah. Um, the, okay, the soundtrack for this was fucking awesome, mm-hmm. first of all. And there's only three songs that aren't original to the movie. Okay. But same time that we're doing all the sushi montage, somebody's getting released from prison, too. Yeah. So it's uh, kind of wondering what's going on here. Um, we find out that it's this guy named Fish. He kind of makes a call home, and obviously who he's talking to wants nothing to do with yeah, him. Yeah, he's clearly got a child and, uh, you know, girlfriend, quote-unquote, that doesn't want to talk to him. Yep, and he's kind of sad. He even talks to the kid, he's like, oh, this is your dad. And he's like, daddy's at work. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> like, oh, oh through the heart. <laughs> Ouch. And then she just kind of hangs up on him when he's like, yeah, it's me. I just got out, and she hangs up. <laughs> yeah, so. It's like the biggest fuck you ever. Yeah. He goes outside, and there's a ride waiting for him. This mysterious black Lincoln yeah. car. Big dude. Nice car. Yep. He's like, oh, shit. So, uh, he gets in, and then we cut back to the restaurant where we see our, our, a couple of our main characters, Duke and Crow. Duke by Tony Todd, and Crow, who is Mark Hamill. Who I immediately was like, holy shit. I can't believe that's Mark Hamill. Yeah, he looks a bit different than... Luke Skywalker yeah. packed down the pounds, apparently. Wow. So, If you had watched the show Flash, you'd know. I don't. So, Or he's been in a lot of other he's stuff, been, actually. Yeah. I just know he's done a lot of voice acting. Oh, yeah. He's so that's what I know. He's but, a joker, uh, man. I think the last... <laughs> and this, I'm, I'm really dated. The last thing I've seen him in... Like, new was fucking Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah, and he looked like that in there, though. 
He didn't look that chubby. He had the pounds, yeah. Not, I think he should go back. Okay, maybe I will. I don't remember him being this this chunky, but yeah. yeah. I couldn't believe this was Mark Hamill at first, but as the movie went on, I kind of recognized him some more. I can't believe his hair was this long. Yeah. That was crazy. I'd never seen him with long hair you sure before. It sure it wasn't a wig? I don't know if it was or wasn't, but it looked good. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, he looked different. Looked so. legit, anyways. Yeah. Um, they're kind of talking about some stuff, and... Uh, their other buddy Max arrives. He's like this biker dude. Yeah, he's kind of like a scrubby. Straight fucking, out of Sons of Anarchy, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. You can see him in the vest, like fucking. Yeah. Leather fingerless gloves and. And him and Crow have like a past that they don't want. They don't. They don't like, don't like each, each other. other no. So, you're starting to understand that these guys are part of some sort of criminal team. Yeah. Um, they're kind of meeting up. Um, oh yeah, and Hamill drops the M bomb. <laughs> Yeah. At this point. Yeah, but not like... To Tony Todd. But... Duke. In reference to Asians. Yeah. It's like, I thought for sure she'd be a soy N-word. Yeah. And you're like... Whoa. <laughs> he's like, what'd you say? And he's like, what? I just know how you like those Asians. And <laughs> yeah. Hamill's like really flamboyant in this. Yeah. He's like, pretty gay. So, or you assume he's gay. Yeah. Well, he gets called a faggot like 90 times. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, um, yeah, they uh, kind of chat, you know, converse, whatever. This is when another member of the team arrives, Francis. James fucking Duvall. Yeah. He's a good guy. Um, I talked with him. You've met him, hung I, out with yeah. him, had a couple drinks. Oh, yeah, smoked some cigarettes and Done shit. some lines, you know. No lines. No. Nope. On the set of Atlas, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a good guy. Uh, I can't wait. Really to down to earth. Pick that movie, yeah. Um. So, yeah, they kind of talk some more with him. Um, this is where they kind of say, yeah, Fish is on his way. Yeah. Duke is kind of the reason he got out. Kind of bribed him to Pulled get out. some strings. Yep. So, he arrives, and, uh, they're like, let's, let's eat. Let's go have dinner. And they go sit down, and everybody has a mask on their chair. Yeah. It's weird. But they explain that in a minute. And, well, uh. Tony Ta, or Duke, kind of explains the whole sushi setup and what they're doing, and. Yeah. We start on the outside and eat in. And then when you get to the more erogenous zones, that's when they're going to do, like, the fugu finish, which is, like, I don't know if you've ever seen The Simpsons. Yep, I know. Yep, yeah. That's what I thought Homer of. eats the fugu fish and almost dies. Yeah, because, so. what, blowfish, you have to cut it, like, perfectly. Yeah, if it's cut even, like, a little bit wrong, you could kill yourself. Yeah, so. Um, but uh, they sit down, and Francis is like, I can't wait to eat shredded blowfish off a warm cooter. <laughs> 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 Classy as fuck. Yep. So, uh... Oh, um, and by the way, Fish is a Treyu. From NeverEnding Story. Fish is the guy yeah. who played a Treyu. I'm trying to remember story. it. I know you're explaining it to me, but it's been so, so long since I've seen NeverEnding Story. Yeah. Anybody who's watched NeverEnding Story is like, fuck you, Aaron. Right? <laughs> I've seen it. It's been since I was like six or seven. So I mean, there's a band a named after fucking his yeah, character. Yeah, They're a good band. Yeah. So, um... But yeah, they sit down, and right off the bat, you kind of know that these guys pulled a heist of yeah. some sort. Diamonds, I'm assuming. Well, Max is super pissed. He's like, I want my fucking money. Right. They, yeah. Everybody thinks Fish has something to do with it, because they ended up obviously getting caught. Fish took the rap for it. And didn't snitch on anyone. Nope. In the entire six years he was in prison. Yep. But the diamonds that he took, nowhere to be found. Yeah, no one knows where they went. They want to know what he did with them. What happened to him? Because when the cops found him, he didn't have any on him. 
like you stashed them somewhere, whatever. Um, so we cut back to these guys preparing for the heist six years prior. Yeah. Um, there's another dude at this point too who was their driver. I'm assuming. Yeah, I can't remember his name. I don't remember either, but he was kind of obnoxious. Yeah. He uh, had to shit. Yeah, he had. You gotta have a clean shitter before yep. you do a job. He told a story about this guy Vinny Parker who uh, was like the best driver ever, and then he got caught, and then when he got gunned down by police, he just shit himself. He just shit himself, and everybody on the news saw him. So he's like, "I took a whole bottle of laxatives, so I clear it out if that happens." Yeah. So uh, kind of funny. Uh, Which go. on the DVD extras they have commercials. Oh, There's three commercials. One of them's for like a soy sauce. Okay. The other one's for a plumbing service. Okay. Which is the van they were driving in. Right. And then the other one's for like a laxative. Nice. <laughs> it's pretty fucking funny. So. Yeah. So while they're all preparing for the heist, Duke hands out the masks to everybody, and uh, Duke takes away Fish's big gun and gives him the small gun, because he's the new guy. Yeah. Can't trust. Fully trust the new guy. So. Small guns, smaller bullets, hurt less, whatever. All this kind of crap. So, And this is where we learn that Francis has a cocaine problem, too. Yeah. He was... Well, he was in the bathroom the whole time while yep. dude wanted to shit. Snorting up. So They're pretty open about it. Yeah. They uh, all put on their masks and head out, and we go back to the dinner party. Yeah. Um, and they have, this this point, taping, taped fish to a chair. Yeah, they all, like, ganged up on him and fucking... You know, yep. shit's about to go down. Yeah, and we see more a shot of the recorder. So obviously, we reiterated that somebody's listening to this. Yeah, they're being recorded. Yep. And this is when Duke brings out a toolbox and a timer. I mean, he tells his uh, little story about the timer. Yep. How uh, it was his dad's from the war. Yeah. And he knew when that timer went off. You know, I had to show my respect to my dad, or I was going to yeah. get my ass beat. So. And it didn't even matter because his dad would eventually just beat his ass anyways. Yep, pretty much. And basically kind of tells how he had enough of it and ended up pushing him into the... Fucking lava. At the right? steel mill where he worked. Yep. Yeah. So. And then Duke, I just melted. <laughs> yep. Duke's pretty sick and fucked up. So. Yeah. Well, they're um, all messed up in their own way. Yeah. You know? so Duke uh, sets the timer for three minutes, tells Fish, give it up about the diamonds. No. Um... Max goes first. Yep. Max this questions him. Uh, then he punches him. Well, I think he broke a rib or something. Yeah. Well, he waited till the timer went off, and yeah. he like grabbed his rib <laughs> and just fucking snapped it. Yeah. And you're like, oh god, that sounds so incredible. Oh painful. my god, that sounds so fucking oh ouch. It's cringe wow. thinking about it because at first I didn't realize what he did. At first I thought he like grabbed his nipple. And just like ripped his nipple off or something, <laughs> and then I'm like, no, wait, oh no, he's grabbing the rib. Yeah, he grabbed right under. Oh the fuck, owie. That had to be painful. Yep, but uh. And fish, you know, he this whole time he's like, I don't know where the shit is. Yeah. You know? I don't know where the diamonds are. So you don't know if he's like telling the truth or if fucking he's got him stashed somewhere and he's just like really dealing with the torture. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's sick like that. He likes the pain, but whatever. Um, I'm going to call it sick. Some people like pain, man. <laughs> they do. They do. I don't know if I want that rib-breaking pain. Though. Yeah, no. Me either. It sounds like it would hurt. Yeah. And Francis, this whole time, is kind of like, why the fuck are we doing this? Yeah. He, like, something's off about him. Yeah. Like, um, 
But now it's Crow's turn. Yeah. So, uh, not before he makes a bet with Max, though. They bet yeah. five grand to who can get, get, who can, whoever can get him to crack first. Yeah. So, um, he uh, ends up taking some chopsticks. Yeah, this part's pretty brutal, too. Yeah, setting the timer. Timer goes off. Fish doesn't say anything. So he takes a hammer, sets the chopstick on his leg, and just kind of fucking drives it in. Right into his fucking thigh. Yeah. And then just kind of wiggles it around. It was like right shit. above the knee. Yeah, that like, like all muscle, but yeah. super painful probably. I can see that hurting a lot. Yeah. And like I said, he just kind of moves it and wiggles it around, and fish mm-hmm. is screaming in pain, and yeah. Um, <laughs> what, does he, what does he say? Uh, he says he's got something to say, and then... Says about fucking his mom or some shit. Yeah, he's like, I fucked your mom, and yeah. spits at him, and that's when Crow just kind of backhands yeah, him. Yeah, levels him, knocks him out. Yep. Um, and this is when we cut back to the heist, where uh, <laughs> I have uh, Poopy putting the van in place, <laughs> the driver. I didn't know his name, so I called him Poopy. It's like, is this something generic, like Nelson or yeah, some, some yeah, shit Yeah, that like might have been what it was, actually. Because I'm going to scroll down, because he had a f- remembering face. It was Nelson. How the was fuck it? did you remember that? I, yeah. I don't know. I've been a while. <laughs> so, yeah. He's putting the van in place. There's security guards at this little diamond store. Um, uh, one of them is a fucking Danny Trejo again. Yeah. So, there's a link between these two movies, unbeknownst yeah. to us. And didn't he have a machete in this, too? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, so he just really, really doesn't like guns. Nah, man. You gotta cut shit up like a boss. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, all the guys have on their masks now, and they just kind of take out all these guards. I um, love it, because the dude's checking out the diamonds, and he's, like, pretty much nutting himself as he's yeah, looking at them. Yep. So you can tell something's weird about him, and every he hears the commotion, and he starts putting all the diamonds in a bag, and he hooks that bag to his hand, you know, yep. with the handcuffs. So he's like, you're never taking my diamonds, and that's when they grab the machete. He's like, I don't have the key, and they're like, well, we do. <laughs> and it's the machete. Yeah. And he just holds down his hand and just chop his hand off. And they're like, yeah, here, let me give you a hand. And tosses it at <laughs> fucking girl or somebody. So, uh, it's fucking hilarious. Yep. They get off with the diamonds. And uh, this is when we cut back to the diner. Yeah. Um, Fish kind of comes to, because he was knocked out by the hit from the hammer. Yeah. Um, it's Francis's turn now. But uh, he doesn't want to take a turn. He's, yeah, he's reluctant. So he sits it out. And Max is like, well, I'll have another crack at it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and this, this part was fucking brutal. Yeah. <laughs> he takes off his sock, and Crow's like, what are you going to do? Stink him to death? And he's like, ha laughs. Nope. Finishes off a bottle of sake and puts it in the sock and then just smashes it. Yep. So he's got like a sock full of broken glass yep. at this point. <laughs> and what does he do? Literally just backhand, Waits forehand. Waits for the timer. Yep. And then cheek to cheek to cheek to cheek and you're just like fuck fuck watching his face just get torn to shreds torn up turned to like black just oh it was fucking brutal the makeup that these people did was phenomenal if you ask me this looked so fucking real and so brutal but compared to say samuel jackson's face on triple x (laughs) i don't know (laughs) it was fucking brutal and painful so um but fish still doesn't say anything yeah, he's not cracking. Probably he's too busy, you know, in Probably pain. in shock. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, Crow has another go at it, and Crow whips out some dental tools. <laughs> um, and Duke at this and, point, yeah, Duke and 
Francis are talking, and Francis is, is like, you know, we shouldn't be doing this. Fucking, I have a kid to take care of. This yeah. isn't. I never really got into this shit, anyways. I'm not the same person I was six yeah. years ago, whatever. And um, Crow gets fished open wide by sticking his finger in one of his open <laughs> wounds on his face, and you're just like, God damn it, this is fucking it's brutal. Like, God. Um, and you feel bad for him, you know. Yep. Takes the players, and there's like a long few seconds where you see him like actually gripping onto the tooth and you just kind of cringe yeah and then you hear the timer go off and then fucking yank (laughs) and there goes oh and fish just fucking screams and it's brutal as fuck francis is pretty sick with this so he goes to puke yeah he heads to the bathroom and while he's in there he kind of freaks out a little bit and snorts some coke snorts some coke with the picture of his daughter yeah so i thought it was a son I thought it looked like a daughter, but it was his kid. Yeah, his kid. General, but yeah. And uh, kind of just breaks down, and this is where you see that he's wearing a wire. Yeah, he's got... So this recording that's going on apparently is because of him. Yeah. He's so, trying to, what, be an informant? Yeah. That's probably why he doesn't want to do anything. Which he could have a kid. Yeah. Yeah, at first I thought it was like a front, yeah. you know, just to kind of get out of, like, torturing someone to death. He probably does have a kid, though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, come back out to the party. I'm still pulling some teeth from fish. Uh, and he's like, okay, okay, I'll talk, whatever. Um, this is when Max just kind of runs over and beats the piss out yeah, of him. Yeah, he just goes ape shit for, like, no reason. He lost the bet. <clears throat> That's probably why he's mad. Well, yeah, but it was right when fucking fish was about to say this yeah, shit. Yeah, he's like, I want my fucking money. And just beats him to death. <laughs> And, yeah, beats him to death. Literally. Fish dies. Yeah. So, uh, and this is when we cut back to their getaway from the heist. That's what I have written down here. Yeah. Um, uh, they were in a car accident. They're driving away, they're all yeah. happy, and some guy comes out and pretty much clips their back end, and they flip. Well, like T-bones them. Kind of T-bones them, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They flip, crash, whatever. Duke gets out of the car, comes to see if they're all right, and that's when fucking Duke just blasts him. Yep, shoots him in the chest, and then shoots him in the head. Yeah, takes his ring. Yep. Because Duke, when he even says this earlier in the movie, like, whenever he kills someone, he takes a souvenir. Yep. So he took this dude's ring. Yeah, his wedding ring. Um, and they run off, and uh, Nelson, the driver, died. Um, and they're like, hey, fish, new guy, grab the diamonds, get the fuck out of there. So he kind of grabs the bag, it's kind of caught, and mm-hmm. gets out of there. Um, and then we come back to the dinner. Like we said, Fish is dead. And this is where Francis kind of, like, outs everything. Yep. He's like, you know, your fucking tools to this douchebag, and fucking, he's pretty much pulling all the strings, talking about Duke. Yep. Duke is brainwashing all of us or whatever. He tries to leave. Um, he brought, Duke brought everyone there just to kill Fish. Yeah. Um, He's and Duke's like, he's fucking wearing a wire. And all this crap. He outs Francis, too. Yeah. So, uh, this is where Max rips off Francis' shirt. No wire. No wire. Crow's all like, yeah, he put it in the bathroom. You, you dumb fuck. And Duke, out of, kind of out of nowhere, shoots Francis. Yeah, just blast him twice in the chest. Yep. Like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck? So Max pulls a gun on Duke. We have, like, a three-way Mexican yeah. standoff kind of... Crow has a gun on Max. Yep. So, tensions are high. This whole time, the sushi girl's still there. Yeah, you forget she's there. <laughs> so, 
she's just uh, laying there. cut back to her and they see her cringe when like gunshot happens or mm-hmm. something i was like oh yeah she's still there yeah she's there you you forget you do um crow and max just kind of start shooting at each other yeah straight out like shootout style because yep. crow antagonizes max to the point where he fucking takes both the guns he's holding and names Matt crow and just blah, 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 yeah. blah. so back big. and forth yep they um, both get shot you know but uh max kind of dies first yeah and then uh duke has some words with crow and basically shoots crow right not before crow can be like fuck you you motherfucker i stood up for you yep so all that shit duke's the last one surviving there's bloodshed everywhere everyone else is dead yep except Um, for the sushi girl yep so he goes over to her He's uh, like, I didn't get my diamonds, but I'll take you as a consolation yeah. prize. So he's going to fuck the sushi girl. Yep. <laughs> she looks scared as shit at this point, she too. She is. Yeah. She's, like, starting to cry, yeah. freaking out. Well, he holds a gun to her head for, like, a minute. Yeah, know? that's true. I'd probably be freaked out, too. But uh, he uh, takes a piece of the fugu, the blowfish, and uh, almost instantly. Yeah, well, within, like, 30, a few, within a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Gets a... Uh, He's kind of comatose. Yep. Still He's awake, but... Paralyzes, paralyzed, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. He just kind of sits down, and uh, she sits up. And this is when you see that... Oh, shit. Sushi girl paid the chef. Yeah. And then and we kind of flash back to the crash where you see it happen, and then from the car's point of view, and she's in the car with the other guy. Yeah. And then he gets out to go see what's wrong, gets blasted. Because the dude that they killed was her husband. Yeah. She sees the diamonds scatter on the ground when it gets caught. Yep. And at this point, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? I did not see that coming. Like, maybe just I'm just blows. dumb because it almost is, like, right there for you. Yeah. I knew something was up with her, but, you know, like you said, she just kind of, like, fades in the background right. throughout the whole movie. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like that Saw effect. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever seen Saw? Oh, yeah. You know, yep. He's laying there the whole time and yep. you don't know it. Yep. But that's... But it's very well done. It, yeah. it, it, kind of that quick little twist that you're just like, how did I not see that coming? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so uh, she kind of... She explains how she got the diamonds yeah. and fucking money couldn't buy her happiness. Money couldn't take, get her loved one back. So she spent all that money to fucking... Find him. The six-year plan to fucking yeah. <laughs> kill them all. And this whole time, she's butt-ass naked still. Yeah. Hot as fuck. Yeah. So... Um, and this is kind of her payback time. She takes yeah. uh, Duke's cigar cutter, <laughs> chops off his finger that he's wearing the ring with, yeah. gets her ring back. Um, yeah, and this is where you see that the diamonds spilled when a fish kind of got out of the car. You yeah. know, I know you just said that. Um, but yeah, she ends up kind of playing like a Russian roulette type thing with Duke. Which I didn't understand that. Yeah, just fucking Why not shoot just, him. you know, say her piece and then blast him? Yep. Not... Because what if it would have gone off the first time? Yeah. It's like you didn't get to say oh, a bunch of shit. fuck, I had so much more to <laughs> say. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, she ends up killing Duke, um, putting on her little kimono, which I was like, oh, no, don't get dressed. Yeah. Stay naked. Yeah. She walks outside, and you see, like, some big dude, like, torching the surveillance van that was out there. Yep. He killed the agents that were inside. Yeah. That was the guy that picked Fish up, so he obviously yeah. worked for Duke at some point, but... Um, she gets picked up by Sonny Chiba, the chef, yeah. and uh, kind of drives off. Yeah, and she just wants to go home. Yep. And then credits. There's credits. That is Sushi Girl. And then it goes into Isaac Hayes. 
I don't know if I paid attention for that, but yeah, Isaac Hayes. Okay. Uh, I watched the entire credits. I was hoping there was to be like a little clincher. Yeah. But no. No. But yeah, that sushi girl for you. Yeah. Um, Do you want to take the take the lead? Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this. I was kind of you know n- not sure what to expect. Knowing. Well, if you look at the cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might be um, a little misleading. <laughs> It was a little slow at first, kind of hard to follow, like, the first half hour, just kind of getting a feel for the movie, um, but I think the acting was brilliant. Mark Hamill was fucking great. Yeah. Um, I think F- uh, Fish, Noah Hathaway, wasn't the best, but everybody else played their roles perfect. Yeah. Um, I like, I like these kind of movies where, like, it just, you stay in one room, for the whole movie. Yeah. And you're like, okay, when do we get into the next scene? And it just turns out that that's, like, the whole fucking movie. Yeah, well, you they just, did have the benefit of the flashbacks. Right. That helped out. But you just kind of get more ingrained into the story because you're actually not worrying about what's going on around. You're kind of focusing on what they're saying, and that's how you forget that Sushi Girl is still there. Yeah. So, um, but the gore and the makeup in this was outstanding. So good. Um the little twist at the end totally caught me off guard. I still, like, I don't know how I did not see that coming. Um, and there was tits, so. Yeah. Lots of tits, yes. so. Um, I'm gonna give this, uh, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10? I would, I will highly recommend this. This was very, very good, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely, if you get a chance, go check this out. Yeah, very, uh, under-the-radar movie. Yes. Well, on my end, I'm around the same area here. Um, this had an all-star fucking cast. Yeah. Everybody. I loved everybody. Even Fish, you know, his acting. It, it was good. I, liked I like how his profile picture on IMDb is still his <laughs> role. <laughs> <in> never <laughs> ending story. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, the soundtrack for this was great. And like I said, it was all original score except for three songs. And that was Diamonds Are Forever, the Isaac Hayes song, and then I, there's one other one I can't remember. I'm so glad they actually stuck with the original Diamonds Are Forever song and yeah. not Kanye West's remix. Even Which, though I do like that, his remix. Yeah, I haven't heard but, it. Yeah. So. It's, I don't listen to Kanye West. Yeah, I, I know you don't, yeah. but yeah. So. Which, there's another link between the movies, because the other movie was a discount Bond movie. Yeah. And this had Bond music Bond in it. Bond music in it, yeah. So, <laughs> I was excited about that. Uh, this movie is like, its style is very 70s-ish. Yeah. Like, the text on the screen and the credits and mm-hmm. the thing, it's just, it screams. Even the feel of the restaurant was yeah. very 70s. And the clothes. The vehicles. The vehicles, the clothes that yeah. fucking Francis, especially what he was wearing, was like yeah. 70s. So yeah. I mean, the whole movie just screams like black exploitation film almost. Pretty much, yeah. It's like that era, which mm-hmm. is always fun to watch. I always enjoy it. And I found out this was uh, filmed on 4K, so they must have did something to that footage to make it look grainy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But they did a really good job with it. It doesn't seem like it's forced, you know? Mm-hmm. And another thing is, this was just very Tarantino esque. Like, mm-hmm. the movie's all dialogue driven. Yeah. And it's just, like you said, you stay in one place, you kind of. You get ingrained. Yeah, you game. feel the characters, you know? Mm. So, yeah, but. Um, I. I landed on a nine on this. On a nine? Yeah, okay. I definitely love this movie. Would definitely watch it again. Yeah, but I'm gonna most, go. Most magnet films are like that for me. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna go pick up a copy of this no. somewhere where I can find it. So yeah, I I highly recommend doing the same. So. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch this again, and I'm definitely gonna recommend it. So awesome. So yeah. So yeah. Um, I didn't even really get a chance to look up some fun facts. However, um, 
IMDb scores it at a 6 out of 10. Wow. Kind of brutal on it. And Rotten Tomatoes even worse. They give it a 40% tomato meter, 44% audience score. So See, that's insane to me. I don't get how people didn't like this movie. This is really good. Um, I'm just going to kind of look through. Um, this is Noah Hathaway's first role in a full-length film since 1994. Wow. So... That might explain why uh, he didn't. His profile picture is still him in Neverending <laughs> Story. So well, uh, he's done a lot of stuff since then too. Yeah, nothing really notable, but um, there's a line in the movie where Duke eats the fugu. Says, "I cannot see her tonight. I have to give her up, so I will eat fugu." This is in fact a famous uh, line from a Japanese poet. Yosa Busan, written in the 18th century. Huh. So that's interesting. I knew it was from some. Had to be from yeah. something. There's no way he just thought that up. So. Yeah. But yeah, there's really not any other. Fucking. I mean, there's a link here. Uh, before he sits down, Crow Mark Hamill yeah. picks up a white rabbit mask off his chair. Well, non-intentional, white rabbits are a trademark of Batman villain Mad Hatter, <laughs> A.K.A. Jarvis Tetch. Hamill, who is most famous for voicing the role of the Joker in the animated series, also voices him in the Arkham games. So, yeah. kind of a link there between Hamill and Batman. So, but other than that, not really any much fun facts about it. Just go no. check out the movie; you will yeah. enjoy it. So, definitely check it out. Yeah, if you have the option of either watching this or Triple X, um, buy a copy of Triple X and break it, and then uh, <laughs> go watch this. Yeah. So yeah, um, anything else you want to say here before we get going? Uh, just our. Uh a regular uh, info. Info. We yeah. got any emails? Not that I remember. Not this week. Not, no. not, not this week. So, right. get sending some in, man. Yeah. So, and uh, where would they send those emails? Yeah. Into? If you're How enjoying the show, you like what you hear, you want to hear more, you got recommendations for us. We got some awesome episodes coming up. Um, you can hit us up on Facebook, search "Movies from A to B" or "MFab Podcast." On Twitter, at MFab Podcast, or email mfabpodcast at gmail.com and please if you get the chance hit up iTunes or Stitcher and rate and review us five stars preferred yep. you know that helps us get seen so we can like subscribe share yeah. spread the word so we know we're getting out to some of you and yeah yeah so and uh just a thank you to everybody who's taking part in our Facebook page I know we post a lot of trivia questions on there so anybody who's answered on there thanks for playing along having some fun with us so yeah. Maybe one day we'll do a contest. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. We actually have an extra copy of Triple X. Oh, yeah, we do. I did not give that to my girlfriend. I don't want her to sit through that, so... Well, okay, we'll use that as a... That's how much I love you, babe. I'm not going to let you sit through that, okay? So... (laughs) I'm not going to give you this pile of crap. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, maybe we'll uh, do a contest here again. So, if you want a copy of Triple X... I mean, it's Uh, definitely not as bad as Death Racers. Yeah, which we still have, don't we? We still have, so... (laughs) So. uh, what, be a little a, bonus throw into that yeah. one. So, uh, so yeah, we still got that contest going too. So, so yeah, check out our Facebook page to uh, see about a contest for winning a copy of Triple X. Yeah, and Death Racers comes with it, I guess. Yeah, since no one won it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, with that being said, I think we're gonna call it a day. I'm pretty fucking tired, so yeah, I'm um, wide and fucking awake. Yeah, so it's great. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we will call it an episode, and we will see you all next week. Uh, As always, I am Aaron. And I'm Gavin. And thanks for joining us. Bye.
Next week on the MFAB Podcast, we search for sunken treasure with Into the Blue. And then we get hunted by vicious aliens in Extro 2. So until next time... That's a wrap. Cut!